Hey, it's Sean Fennessy, one of the hosts of the Prestige TV podcast. HBO's Barry is back for a fourth and final season. And that means I'll be back recapping the show with co-creator and star Bill Hader to dive deep on the themes, scenes, and major moments in the series. Bill will provide insight into how every episode was made and why it's ending. New Prestige TV Barry recaps will go live every Sunday night when the episode ends. So make sure you're subscribed to the Prestige TV podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on Cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. What are you doing? You know this show started, right? Do you know what movie that's from? <laughs> the uh, It's like a glottal. It's a duck noise. Mark Zuckerberg in the movie makes that noise. You know, are you familiar with the film? Obviously, you're not Social familiar Network. with the film because that is, is a that line from that exact is that a, scene. Is that a tist? This, no, and he says, no, it's a, a glottal or something like that. That's next level. Nerd <laughs> alert over there. Yeah. I'm on no sleep. I don't have a lot to Please. complain about, though. First off, how much great, sleep did you get? Went to bed about four. Fell asleep outside on the ground so with Griffey. Wait, what? For a minute. For Did like you two really? minutes. Well, I was burning all the excess boxes from Bowman yesterday, which was savage in the fire pit. It was like three in the morning. Uh-huh. And then, I, or maybe 2.30, I guess. And then I, I had the Griff out there with me, the little guy. Yep. I sat down on the ground. She's like, oh, come here, bud. We'll snuggle for a sec while we're watching the fire. <laughs> Literally <laughs> fell asleep for about, I thought, I didn't know what day it was when I woke up. It was only three minutes probably, but. What? Oh, yeah. Why were you up that late, though? I, I left Bowman that breaking stay, room. Homie. I know. It was like 1 a.m. when Because you... people like you. Yeah. You see that and you go, one o'clock, what? The real work starts after the break. Oh, you went. I thought Tim was doing all like the Tim's sorting. Tim was doing a ton of sorting. Had dead. to do a lot of top loading, a lot of sorting. Mm. Had to clean up the office. Mm. Had to package stuff up. Mm. You don't have to do that ever again. <laughs> um, Bowman is awesome, by the way. I'm very, I'm a big fan of the product. Actually, I'm a big fan of all three products yesterday. Bowman Baseball, I think is awesome. Okay. Bowman's Best Football University. Bowman's Best University Football, whatever they call it. Sure. Super small. Ch- what are you doing on your phone? You're not paying any attention. What's am, going on? I absolutely am. We can pause for a minute. No, 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 no. There's nothing to pause about. I wanted to get in more to the non-card specific topics that you woke up to this morning and get oh, that go. out of the way. Get off your phone. You you direct and I will, I'm following. Uh, this morning, you when you woke up uh, after four hours of sleep, you had some text messages from a good friend. 
you said? It was not anywhere near four hours friend. of sleep. Two hours and 45 minutes. Okay. I guess unofficially we have a truce with Brian Gray. What? Uh, Alert. Oh, we don't I, even, It's not even a truce. Well, we should go ahead and tell because unless you saw on Instagram and no, Twitter. No, breaking news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breaking news. It's breaking. Leaf confirmed is not being sold to Fanatics. That is 100%. We have sources on that. It's 1,000% confirmed. It's not happening. Um, I'm not going to take any shots at Brian personally like I've done in the past, although I stand by everything I've said about him. Why would you not take shots, though? Here's you, my thing. You love with, that. Well, we just made it a little truce, though. Here's my thing with Brian is, are you trying to get me worked up because no, I'm no sleep? Because I'll lose it. If I'm you wanna, trying to get you to allude to, you that, want me to the flip? fact that you made a truce. That's a nice thing. I've said a lot of things in the past. I rub people the wrong way. I'm aware of this. I'm under no... Um, I, there's no self-deception with me, though. I understand I am abrasive and I'm a bit of a jerk at times. I don't do it on purpose. And when I find out about it specifically, I try to make amends. Uh, I think other people have a very different perception of themselves than some others have. And that's fine. I get a little sick of... This actually leads back to the bigger issue in the hobby. Oh, The big mouths in the hobby. Uh, there'll be no yelling. I don't want Jesse getting a phone call. Um there's a lot of big mouths in the hobby. And when there's rumors or cryptic tweets or nonsense or garbage stories that aren't even real stories, people go live on their YouTubes and they're live on Instagram. They're live everywhere. Everybody tweets about it. Everybody talks about it. They do their shows. They do their stupid, unsubstantiated content about it. And this came up this earlier this week. Leaf's getting sold. Look at this. Brian's tweeting. Other, other uh, content creators are picking it up. I mean, I'm glad. Not all clowns wear red noses. That's what I'll tell you. Because there's plenty of clowns in this business. People love to hear stupid little tidbits and run with it and make content around it. Mm -hmm. And we had it confirmed with actual sources that said this is not happening. There's been no conversations with Leaf. No, none with Brian. We are not buying Leaf. It's not happening, period. That story was not as popular. That's what. That's the frustration, by the way. I love the fact that we'll tweet stuff. And even the people who out there tweeting, we tagged everybody who talked about it. One person retweeted that, to his credit. Oh, really? Jeff Wilson, sports card oh, investor. Oh. They retweeted it. Nice. We've had our run-ins with them. We have vastly different content than Jeff. To their credit, they alluded to this on some of their social, at least some of the people who work with them. I don't even know if their official account did, but they picked up the tweet and the yeah. Instagram and retweeted and reposted it. Other people did not because it's not a sexy story to say that everybody else was just lying and making stuff up. But that's fine. That's the world we live in. People want to be awesome and cool. You know what? Denzel Washington said it once. This is actually stuck with me. I'm, I'm being totally serious, by the way. In a random interview I saw with him years ago, it's not about being right. It's simply about being first and making headlines. And that was true when he said it, and it is more true now. I it don't has, think Denzel said that he first. Absolutely, um, he may not have said it first. I'm not saying he did. I heard him say it. I don't care who said okay. it first. I heard, I heard DZ it say it. It's like a famous quote, but yeah, go ahead. It's DW, not DZ. Um, <laughs> They should fact checking there, but it is true. Just come out with a stupid statement, make a cryptic tweet, message, whatever, do whatever you want, pick up a story, run with something, make something up. But as long as it sounds sexy, there's enough gullible people in the hobby that will just run with it. Yep. Now, I will tell you this as well. Last night, I was going off on a tangent in the, in the live with this. We had mm -hmm. probably 40 people in the room. We had a great crowd. We had, I bet we had over a thousand unique viewers in the room last night watching the breaks. It was full all day. It was an awesome day. But at that point in time, 30 to 50 people live. Those are my people. I've decided those are the people for me in the hobby. The guys that don't care about social media as much. Mm -hmm. The guys that are not fascinated by made up stories and just nonsense. And the guys that just want to enjoy the hobby and do their thing. So I like that. Having said all that, I took a bunch of shots at Brian and at Leaf on social. And I stand by what I said there. And I stand by it now because the whole story is fake. Brian reached out to me today on, on Facebook Messenger. Message back and forth a little bit. 
Uh, I actually didn't think he was out of line, quite frankly. Sounded pretty nice. Yeah, from what uh, you read. basically just say, hey, you know, thanks for the unbiased take about leave. You know, um, that was sarcasm, though. I bet you were certain. This was a thing I thought was funny. I bet you're certain about your statements. You would probably end your broadcast forever if you if we did something with them fanatics. Yeah? Question mark. My my response to that would be, and I didn't. I tried to keep it very peaceable there because he actually after that comment before I responded on a different note. Your podcast remains pretty entertaining, and I want to say, Joe, well done, no bias. Thank there. you for including that. Yep, because because he was he actually made a very reasonable response. My issue here is this was the same guy yelling at people at the industry summit, myself included, about how he has sources, he knows fanatics is buying panini. Mm-hmm. This is back in October, and he was waving around his his suitcase with the fifty thousand bucks. I'd put 50,000 bucks up. I'll bet you right now, Drio, and just yelling and going nuts about it and talking down to me, which is fine. You can do whatever you want. When you say talking down, though, I am curious. Is there a specific instance of like of, of talking I told down? Him, I told him it in just because he's aggressive no, in I, a no, loud I have, nature? I have no issue with aggression. Okay. It's more of a, because in that same conversation, it was, why don't you have me on your podcast? I'll tell you all about this. I double your ratings, triple your ratings, you know, your little show there. I, I'm glad you go on some of these podcasts that have 13 listeners, six of who are not relatives of the host. That's not what this is. Mm-hmm. See, this is the Ringer Network, mm-hmm. which is a major global brand, not because of me and Jesse, because of people like Bill Simmons, who are vastly more popular we love and you, more successful than anything Brian or we will ever do, by the way. This is a real show on a real network with real distribution and a real audience. Mm. I'm not saying that to brag on us, but the notion that you would stand up in front of a crowd of people, because it was a little bit of a crowd around us, and make these useless claims of, I'll double and triple the audience. And, and, and you know what? Honestly, Brian may come back and say, oh, I was just joking. And maybe he was. I didn't perceive it as that. I perceived it as I'm such a big hobby personality, people would tune in. I, I don't think that's the case at all, quite frankly. Um, so so no. And I, and I think you do. I think he talks down to people, and that's fine. He, and his point about me be coming across as a jerk, very reasonable. I'm not going to argue one bit. I, at times, get too passionate, too worked up. It happens. I, I think Stop that's it. very, very fair. Um, but this whole interaction today, it was just like, you know, it kind of went back and forth. And I, and I made that statement. You, you, you made the false claims about Panini. I never saw anybody come out and say Panini is not getting sold. Mm-hmm. We reported it multiple times and had sources. Never really saw that reported. Not nearly as much as reported that it was selling because people were so excited. Brian's another guy. Not Okay, 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 okay. Let's wrap it up, though. We, Fine. Let me, yeah, yeah, don't yeah, get in the good. way here. Let me finish this last and I'll be done. Okay. I will get out of the way. Okay. Uh, the same thing was true with SGC a year and a half ago, two years ago. He was in a clubhouse room with a big crowd. Hey, this is happening. And, and me and you were close with them and knew it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I, when I see a pattern of people who don't have sources but claim to, yeah. I, I call garbage. Sure. I and and I don't always do that in the most respectful way. That's on me. But, just, you know, that's it. The Leaf News with Fanatics, that's your headline. It's not happening. Period. That's not a sexy story. That is it. That is not my opinion or Jesse's. That is a confirmed statement. Me and Brian moving forward. Fine. There will be peace. There will be a truce. Unless he makes another ridiculous story and headline like this, then we'll go after him or we'll talk about it. But for now, that is it. I am happy to be peaceable at the situation. Not to say who confirmed that story, uh, just for anybody wondering that. Um, thank you, Mike. Your passion and your oh, love the of the hobby just- obviously shows plentiful there. But last episode, too, I think a lot. I went back and I did hear some of the things that were said. I, I wanted to be clear on the last episode, too. The, the bleacher thing, I am totally against. I think they are in the wrong. My whole thing was I wanted to bring a balanced approach, but I think your passionate approach was much more well-received. So thank you for that contribution. The balance is good. There yes. are times I think you Absolutely. are talking to the audience here instead of talking to me. That was my only issue last That's week. That's what it was. It's 100% Even was. that statement yes. you just made. That I was get for normal the audience. Jesse. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do think you just need to tune them out. 
Well, I do. I, I, I agree to that to a large point, but until we get like an actual in-house producer, then yeah, I just want to make sure we're giving the, all the facts at the same time. That's where the passion can come in. Good. But it's a balanced approach to, to touch on that before we get into actual sports cards, um, retail Kings, a few people. So that whole story with bleacher oh, yeah. brought up some Abraham. Yes. Um, brought up some questions. Hey, whatever happened with the whole retail King thing? Uh, I followed up with him cause I was like, yeah, I, don't, I would like to know as well. Yep. The, the owner Abraham had said that he's basically taking some time mm-hmm. off. I don't know whether that's by choice or, or not. Cause I'm sure. assuming whatnot. It, well, I know whatnot has not changed their stance. I think they, he is still shut down. Um, which is kind of funny to me because he said that there was the guy who did the stealing of the card, unplugged the camera, um, in the office. That's why the, the tape was not accessible when he came back in. Um, he did show the police report. He did send over mm-hmm. a copy of it, giving the details, uh, also stating how he, the guy got fired and all this stuff. So there's actual reports and all these things that are legally binding. So I don't think any of that stuff was made up. It, it, for my opinion, I think retail King, it stinks for him because he was kind of a victim of bad hiring in that situation. But again, you know, it's, it's one of these things where we're in a hobby that you have to put a lot of trust in some people sometimes. So you can't just choose anybody. And I think there's and good on be him a, for following up with us, by the way, I, I agree. I, I mean, agree. He, and he did legally pursue this to the furthest extent. It seemed like possible. He tried to track down the video. wasn't accessible. That being uh, said, bleacher never followed back up. They have not said a word. And hours after that show aired, I think maybe even by the time that it aired, you had, were mentioning that they were still live. They were taken down that off night, the site. The yeah. next night. Yeah. Yep. So. Which is good. I mean, it's a step in There's the right direction. There's your follow-up. Yeah, step in the right direction by whatnot. Again, you know my, my response to how they responded to it, but I'm glad they came to the eventual correct decision. Now, there by the way, it's a whole things. web. You see there are other people whose accounts were banned on whatnot as well because they were also affiliated with Bleacher. And oh. there was a whole, oh, we're I not going to get into that, that today, but yeah. it is a whole big thing. Really? So, oh, yeah, this, it's, a, it's a mess. This may be, Well, hey, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it starts like, if there's enough noise of, hey, there's a problem here, and it's a platform that there's still probably millions of people who still enjoy using, maybe this is a good thing to help them to make the changes that need to be made. So. Sports cards. Sports cards. NBA Finals. You want to talk about that? I do. It's Jimmy a- Butler. I Jimmy you. Buckets, as you would. Playoff Jimmy is, as somebody said on ESPN this weekend, is a real thing. This guy is as good as anybody in the league in the playoffs, and it is, it is wild to see. He is dominant on both ends of the floor. And yet he is a guy who gets almost no hobby love. Yeah. But there's been a cute little window here. Oh. His stuff is up 50 to 75% almost across the board on rookie stuff, correct? It's crazy. 2012? Yeah. Huge jumps. Right? 2012. Yep. I mean, the guy's a stud. The fact not only did he play great, literally just knocked off. I mean, since our last show, he went off for 56 points in a game. What? I don't 55. remember seeing that. Yeah, it was last wow. game. 55 or 56. And then oh, last night closes out Giannis. To beat them 4-1. Comes back, game-winning shot after he took a horrible shot before that. Comes back, huge steal, huge block, gets the game. I mean, just ridiculous. And that it could not have been a better result for the Celtics. You do not want to run into Milwaukee. Giannis was out a couple, missed some time. Sure, but then he was healthy. The Heat were a tough matchup for them anyways, I think, just because they are. Just Jimmy's a beast. That's obviously a great thing for the Celtics. If you're a Jimmy guy, though, I I just, I don't know how you sell this guy because I I don't know that the price accurately reflects I mean, the next series, you're talking New York. Again, I think New York's a tough, grinded-out team. Yeah. I think Miami is beating New York. I mean— This guy's going back to the, what, they to were the Eastern Conference seed? Finals. 
Is that what Miami they, was the eight seed? Yeah, playing game, and they lost the playing game to to, to in uh, Atlanta five in five games. Yeah, that's insane. So we're just gonna play a little weird game real fast. Oh. Uh, upside. I don't want to talk just about how all much these guys. the lawnmower costs again. Are we playing that game? I tell you one thing: your people <laughs> did. Your people today let me down. Wait, um, who are my people? I went to Taco Bell before this. I <laughs> oh, never do that. And I was like, you know, I just want to. I literally <gasps> just want two soft beef tacos. Oh, we're talking about this. Okay. Um, these things were wrapped so unbelievably tight. When I opened, like, just slightly tried to. That's why you see all over my shirt, by the way, covered in in Taco Bell here. Oh no! You have to be better <laughs> with your wrapping. It just it can't happen. It's tight. I usually you would think of a tight thing keeping things Maybe in. The exploding crepes. Oh, same too thing. tight. Okay, so Jimmy Butler. Wait, wait, wait. Before you change that subject, there is a new collection out there. The, the reason why I posted this video and why I even got these. It's such a weirdo. The Big Mac. McDonald's started mass producing Big Mac sauce in like its own individual Isn't it just sauces. Thousand Island? It's special sauce, okay? It's special. And they wouldn't say it if it weren't true. This special sauce came out today. And I have six packs. They're mint condition. SGC's probably going to grade them. And I'm going to be a millionaire in 20 years. So there you go. Go get yourself some. I mean, that's a perfect segue to our next couple of guests. We've got <laughs> our favorite people in the hobby. I hate, I, I, I dislike almost everybody in the hobby now. Every week, the list grows yeah. of people who I just disdain for mm-hmm. being alive. Yeah. But I'll tell you right now, I like Doug and Dan before they put me on a coach. No. I liked them better after the coach. <laughs> Mojo Breaks, welcome to the podcast. How's that How for an intro you? right there? Let me tell you. <laughs> What's up, guys? I mean, that was a glorious couch. It had some age on it, but it was it was, it was was a good time. I don't want to talk about the history of that Remember, couch. Remember, this is a family-friendly show. I'm just going to put of families, reminders out there right now. Plenty of families were produced so. on that couch. Um, so. <laughs> mm, that's, that's the first one. Uh by the way, before the so the audience knows, we are still going to talk sports cards, uh, <laughs> NBA stuff we'll eventually. See. But this is just a perfect timing for Dan and Doug to join us, guys. What was Bowman Day like for you? Oh yes, I actually want to get right into this. I got to face this way. Face this way. We look at face it that way, dude. Look at go. your guys. Dude, your studio is amazing. First off, stop it. Shut up. Look at that. Should we turn the camera? We got coaches look over there now. Bro. We don't use it, but we got coaches. We could sit if we wanted. Yeah. We choose not to. We're Bush League. We need to we need to revamp what we're doing, Doug. We do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna paint the walls. Tell us about Bowman Day, because I couldn't get into one of your breaks. Well, I could have, but I wanted the Diamondbacks. And every single break you guys posted that was a PYT, it got sold out like immediately and it made me very upset. Uh how did it go for you? Uh man, I'm looking to see if I have some cards stuck to my, you know, my arm somehow after I, I was there for 13 hours yesterday. But yeah, we went through about 20 cases yesterday. Um, Diamondbacks were a good deal, apparently, because they were always all gone. So maybe maybe they should have been more. But we offer great deals to the customers. Uh, man, we had three channels going yesterday. It was a lot of fun. We had Joe in in the morning, and we got it all hyped up. And it was uh, Bowman all day. I'm sure the shipping department is not having a good time today <laughs> uh, or, or for the next week. But uh, they, they're all on vacation now. They all quit. <laughs> yeah, they all quit. <laughs> they all quit. Oh. They're like, I'm out. So... Huh? <laughs> Twenty cases total. Is that is that right? Roughly. Yesterday, yeah. Good. Grief. What, what do you guys think about the product so far? I I actually think the product is amazing. I think it's probably one of the best designs I've seen in at the least five years. I'm I'm a I'm all about the traditional Bowman look, and I think they actually went back to that. It. I talk about it all the time. I love borders on cards. And they put a border on this year's Bowman. They didn't do three quarters of a, of a border or half a border. It's got the full border. I love it. I think it's a great design. Um, 
a little heavy, a little heavy on the parallels. I think they may have they may have made more of this year's Bowman than any other year. I'm not 100%. I'm I'm assuming that's the case just based on how many new parallels there are, but overall the design, the checklist is really solid, loaded with hitters. So, I think it's going to be good. So my my two thoughts on the on the inserts by the way. I I hate a few of them, but I will say and I don't often say this cuz I'm a little more traditional. The lunar card the base refractor luna fine whatever but the chrome lunar stuff was pretty awesome looking like oh, we cool. pulled some we pulled a blue mervis lunar like so it's the blue color match for the cubs i thought that was one of the coolest ones i have not seen a pearl i ripped eight cases myself personal and i or for breaks and i did probably 10 to 12 personal boxes we did not see one pearl insert did you guys hit any well we, I don't think so. We didn't do a lot of hobby. I, th- I would say we only did about three cases of hobby, but about 17 jumbos. So we were, you know, we didn't have the odds there, but uh, some, some was, some people are saying that they may think it's a whole pack of Pearl. I, you know, there's a lot of rumors uh, oh, I heard you know, that. circling the around what the Pearl oh, yeah. is. Okay. Didn't they say, I, someone I said saw, like it was one I in 20 cases. On Twitter where somebody opened up a hobby box and the Pearl pack was on top. That's what I heard. Yes. I heard it was a box topper. But in the other one I did, and again, I was actually opposite side. I, we did seven full cases of hobby and then a couple of loose boxes. Uh, I hit one of those. I don't know if you know what it's called. I'm calling it the golden nugget. It was like a nugget shaped <laughs> card. The, the uh, nugget? Yeah, yeah, numbered one of 49. Only one we saw all day. So I hmm. like the inserts. I do think though, if you're going to add three new ones, I'm, I'm, I'm glad some of them are SP. Yeah. I wouldn't have hated if they took one or two out. But uh, overall, I'm like an eight on the product. I think it's really good. I'm getting used to the, I'm, I'm an old school Bowman guy. I'm a gold, blue, refractor, red, you know, the original colors. So uh, I understand we have to have more colors to make it, uh, you know, the, these come out more often for people. Uh, so I'm starting to get the, get used to all the colors uh, now as they add more every year. But uh, I'm definitely a traditionalist when it comes to the colors. All right, let me switch gears then. Because the other one, which I, again, I've been wrong on a few products this year. I was totally wrong on this. Bowman's Best University Football, I didn't care about. And I literally just ordered more cases today. I thought that was one of the coolest products of the year. I don't know anything about college football. I didn't go to college. My mother, did, well, my you mother like might. to brag about not going to college. <laughs> my mom might have gone to college. My wife went to community college. So hey, that's less than not college. Did you college either. So see, Doug, me and Doug living again. Dan's a college man. Look at the smug no, look. No, Dan no, no, and Jesse no, no. have. I got, oh, I got about uh, two and a half years of community college under my belt. So uh, I almost, I almost made it. Oh, brother. I mean, I don't know what to tell y'all. Y'all are under uneducated fools. There's a bunch of unlettered ordinary <laughs> men over here. All right. So uh, your thoughts right. on that product. I actually thought the product was good for the price point. I thought it was kind of cool. Did you guys rip any of that? Mess with that at all? Uh, we did a uh, a box preview on our podcast yesterday. I thought it was cool. I didn't get any big names. I did like the inserts. I liked the fight song. I thought that was really cool. Because if I'm not a big college uh, sports guy, but if I was and I was, you know, that was my college, that'd be a really cool card to have. Um, I, I like the, uh, the big campus inserts too. I thought they did. And they kept a little bit of the Bowman's best baseball inserts in there as well with the masterpieces. So I, I did like it. I like the design. I didn't, we didn't, we only opened one box, so small sample size, but I think it's kind of progressing to better. Like the college stuff is looking a little bit better than it used to when it was just one company making it. I think, uh, there's some hope for value on some of the stuff that's coming out. Can I ask you guys on a totally separate product topic? What do have you guys opened or care anything about the Panini Monopoly cards? Uh, I looked for it when I went to Target, but I did not. Um, I did not see any. But uh, I'm not a big fan. I want my prism without Monopoly written on it. But that's just me personally. I understand the print run is smaller and colors popping out more for people. 
So I get the draw, but I think for my PC, I don't think I'd want to have a Monopoly logo on my card. I try to order some through uh, Panini's website, and I did the two-button shuffle on the on my phone trying to get in and waited about 10 minutes, couldn't get in the cart, and just gave up. So sorry, Monopoly Panini. <laughs> <laughs> I want to find more ho- hobby guys who have gotten into it, because I actually do. The fact that it is so short print, I think that's where the the value will hopefully stay in that product. and therefore making it uh, something that could could continue on in the future. We just got our box. We're going to probably do some kind of Instagram live with it later, but I am really curious what other, if there are other hobby guys, if it, or if it's more of maybe like a TCG esque hobby, the hobby group that is more interested in that product, like guys who collect Pokemon and sports cards. Those are the ones going after this, but I don't know. Maybe there, maybe no, there's some straight I sporties. A, I think you've seen a revival in the retail flipper. The guy that has you know socks and the and the, and the sandals and the shorts uh, <laughs> running into Target trying to get those. So I don't think it's there's big Pokemon. Long. I think it's back. It's like the revival. Like the 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 uh, shelves are full in the retail area of everything again, and nobody wants it. But now this is like a revival of that little industry. Are those Birkenstocks? What are those called? Birkenstocks are, are the most comfortable with socks. With the socks. Yes. I, yeah. I think so. Or the Yeezys, the ones that have no color on them at all. I, I think it's what they're called. They're like four hundred dollars, and they look like they're from Payless. But you know, people wear them, and yeah, you just got insulted. These bro. are not four hundred dollars, <laughs> and they are not from Payless. They were a lot less. <laughs> Um, and they turn they turn orange in the sunlight and they're awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh how's the how's that big man uh Joe doing for you guys? Yeah, when does the Joe and Jesse podcast begin? You guys just have a big love fest with each other, just telling you how great you are. I'd hold, I'd hold his hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, I unfortunately missed all of the love fest because I was coordinating the next podcast, so Dan, Dan witnessed the love fest and it was, in, it, it was amazing. Flesh, Actually, so I gotta it. I gotta give our producer Cody some uh, some credit. He uh, he actually cut up the conversation, the BGS conversation that we that we all had together. And Joe had Joe had a very interesting take. He, uh, he the definitely went out take of the ever. box on it. Oh, I loved the, what he, he did. And oh. he was just kind of kind of going off on his own little thoughts. And Cody put in the uh, the I think it was like the Jeopardy theme song underneath. Yes. He did. He did. And, yep. <laughs> and it was really good. And he was actually he was he was scared. He was scared about putting it out. He's like, man, he's like, is Joe going to get kind of angry about this? And I'm like, nah, man, just go for it. I'm so glad he did. It was so fun. What, what is that on? Is that on your social media, like on, on TikTok on or Instagram? Oh, it was for sure. I saw the YouTube shorts. Oh, of it. okay. All right. Very cool. Yeah, I think it's on all of them, all of the short form ones: Instagram uh, st- uh, Reels and TikTok and and YouTube Shorts. Okay. Cool. Um. All right. Well, in light of like any other uh, product, Bowman or anything else, what are you guys doing? Uh, what's Mojo Breaks doing? Anything exciting? Anything new? Um, you know, we just launched the baseball channel, so added another channel to the mix. Try to, you know, all all baseball all day. Uh, it's a lot of baseball products, and there's a lot of lot of a lot of more people coming in for baseball. So we felt the need to open another channel to run at the same time as the channel that we're on. So we're doing that. Um, you know, trying to do some podcasts. Try to do eBay Live, which I believe we're on the same time as somebody from Card Shop Live tomorrow. So uh, maybe we can cross promote that. Uh, but that should be fun. That is not us. I, oh, okay. And, well. Yeah, I was about to say, did did something gonna, happen? Actually, maybe it is. We just don't know about yeah, it. I don't well, know. Well, Tamara is new CEO. Maybe she's doing stuff and we I don't guess. even know about it. That'd be great. There's something yeah, with the I NFL think there's all some day. Disney stuff going on tomorrow, which I'm like, very intrigued with because I actually like that stuff, but it's like a million dollar box now. That's but, your world. Uh, the, the Disney, yeah. 
I love me some Disney. I actually just brought in, well, I brought in the, the card fun ones that are not as popular, but the, the Weiss and Schwartz, I have a few boxes of those in the other room. I still never got the cacao wow. Cause I can't make myself spend $500, $600 on a box, but I, it, there is a crazy interest still in that, which still is making me very excited for Lorcana. Are you into that as well? Well, there's, there's the I'm st- I'm more into the I, I liked how I had the prism design. I was buying cases at like two fifty a box. Like kind of got in a little bit early, maybe a little later than some. But then I ordered. I was ordering it from China, and then I ordered. I had four cases. I was trying to order the two more, and the guy canceled my order, and that's when they went up oh, to like five hundred dollars. Dang, so that's I, I like the prism look, and I like the chase of the black. I believe somebody has a forty thousand dollar bounty on the Mickey black. Oh really? Heard, so. What is wrong? I thought there's yeah. more. I thought there were a few Mickeys that had been found. I didn't know it was forty thousand dollars. Did you hear though. about the bounty, by the way, on Drew Jones? I thought this was funny. We it's did. That's I heard, why I wanted the Diamondbacks. Well, bro. it was advertised as a million dollar bounty, but unless I read this, oh, wrong, you have to <laughs> you you only get the other seven fifty. I'm not complaining about two fifty up front for a card. Sure. You only get the other seven fifty though if he makes the Hall of Fame. Listen, you know how many of us lazy correct. card guys are dead in twenty years? He's got to play his whole Too career. Much. And then five years? I want to see the endowment that guarantees me the million dollars in 30 years from now. Oh, it's just not happening. That's what what I want to know. I I did appreciate the marketing because like a dum-dum when I first saw it, I had a million dollars in my head. I didn't read the fine print. But yesterday I read the fine print. I'm like, yeah, nobody's going to hold it for 25 years. Is I mean, I, I think DNA will be uh, in in business, but that's a question mark, right? At that point, absolutely. Too. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know. So and then the 250, I believe, is only good for the first 30 days. If you pull it 31, you're 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 really mad that you pulled it on day. Yeah. Three. What the heck? It's like when Pepsi used to be like, hey, collect enough of these. And you'll win a trip to Bermuda and collect enough of these. You'll win a car. And then they're like, and if you collect a million, you'll get a, your own Harrier jet. And like, they're just, they post it as a joke, but that's a real thing that actually happened. What's a and Harrier? Is that a real thing? A Harrier jet? Yeah. It's a, it's a plane that can like take really? off like a helicopter and fly like, like a, a plane. It's like a military, I it's like yeah, a military grade. The Netflix documentary. Yeah. It's like a military grade airplane. But that actually happened. Pepsi's and like the guy sued him. Well, that no, that was the thing. That was the joke. It was like, hey, you could even win a jet, like something stupid right, here, and goofy. But here's a fun story for you. Doesn't Mountain Dew, isn't that made by Pepsi? I believe so. Star Wars episode one, when that little oh, weasel I remember that. That little snot nosed punk kid. I never Jar Jar Binks? No, he was a lizard or something. I'm talking oh, about the little the, weasel the Anakin. Boy. Ruined yeah. the whole tried to did his best to ruin the whole series. <laughs> <laughs> Mitochlorian count. Kid was a turd. Anyways, probably, I don't think probably he wrote still it. is. I don't think the kid wrote the movie. Hey, hey, but <laughs> we had your defense last episode. Take it easy. I went out, me and my friend Gavin Wright, heck of a uh-huh. guy. Yep, sweetheart. Went out and collected all the Mountain Dew character cans. Yes. And I believe if you collected them all and you sent in the code or something, you got one bonus can in the mail. I remember not getting the bonus thing in the mail and what? being like, Dude, if I knew who to attack, I was only like 15. I had nothing to live for. I was like, I would just, I would make some poor decisions here. I was ready to go after people. Dude, what's the worst decision you guys made at 15? I definitely wasn't going after Star Wars cans. I could tell you that much. See the uh, smugness there? I don't know. Yeah. Dan, like, why you that college, one? Maybe, maybe bad music choices. I don't know. Pass. Pass. That's a hard pass. Okay. I, you, you, right. said, you, said this, you said it was a family show, right? Yeah, no. That's fair. That is Thank fair. you. Yep. Thank you very much. All right. Hey, I have one other question about Bowman. Just to just to get creepy specific. 
Uh, Junior Caminero, the stud for the Rays. Did you guys pull any of his autos yesterday? Yes. Yeah, I know. I definitely witnessed a base being pulled. Okay. I'm glad to hear this. A base was pulled. I'm glad to hear this. I did not see any. I did not pull any. I was very nervous. So, oh, okay. Yeah, he went, so we're doing a 10 case player and he went for a fair amount. Um, uh, for, yeah, he, he it was five hobby, five jumbos. And God, what did he go? He, yeah, yeah, he was one of the ones that was surprising to me. He said he has, he has some demand. I think Drew Jones might be available still. Just saying. How no, much? He sold. Oh, he sold. How okay. much was that? I'm curious. He sold. Yeah, uh, 46, 4,600. I was going to say 5,000. Okay. Hey, let me ask you this then, too, because now I am actually curious. Now that we're ramping things up again here, a, a fraction of what is your shipping, sorting and shipping team? Like, what's the size of that? 12? We got a, we got a couple, we got a couple, like, I mean, I would say eight full time and then probably about four part time. Nice. Yeah, because Bowman Hobby. I, t- I was saying yesterday, this is the first product we like got in, got big allocation of, and are like, we're ripping a bunch. It's just, but it's just me and Tim, like the two of us ripping. But we did, like I said, almost 10 cases total. And I'm not going to lie to you. After the seventh full hobby case, I was ready to literally saw my arms off. <laughs> just sort? Actually sort? It is the most miserable product to rip. But hobby. There's, yeah. It's 288 packs a case. It is, and it's not divided to chrome and paper. And, and you, you actually have, skip through all the, the, the white paper. I skip the autos. Yeah. I, I don't even show guys, autos anymore. No, I went into some <laughs> breaks, <laughs> and <laughs> I saw some guys actually reading every card. I was just like, nope, this, dude. That's you don't trust who, that guy. No, you can't trust. That's them. a bleacher breaker. That, th- those people's families <laughs> don't don't speak to them. <laughs> okay, don't step on my joke again, Jesse. Darn yeah, it. Yeah, um, that's mine now. Overall, though, I did like Bowman, but yeah, I was just man. I, I hate Bowman hobby. I think it's a great product. I would rip it for like a personal go nuts with it and then it was funny one dude happened to buy a box of 2020 bowman hobby out of my store three-year-old box yeah literally second packing we had a super auto and what? i was like couldn't do that no out of 23 wow. but glenn allen hill jr not wow. the biggest name but it's still hey. decent cash but sweet I was in the back former uh he's a kid of uh, obviously of a former major leaguer so glenn allen hill senior um, i don't know if that's true uh, great great giant great giant Giants. Wasn't his dad super jacked back in the day? Yeah. Oh, he yeah. had the. He was known for the uh, the the sunglasses, the goggles. That's right. right. Did he yep. wear the goggles. Mm. I'm thinking about doing goggles for my next break. Just rocking some goggles. <laughs> you don't know where you could get a paper cut, bro. Those cards start flying. I'm all. I've about seen that. you drop quite a few. What if it bounced up, well, hit you right in the eyeball? Sure. You know, you mentioned that that you know, and it, and it is a lot of work, and it does get a little uh, you know tedious. If you went on whatnot yesterday or any of these other apps, nobody was breaking that. They're all doing contenders optics, so they're like, "Nah, can't do this today. It's not enough action." That does make sense, though. I mean, because if you're looking for like just to catch like the crowd quick, contenders optic, I'll say by the way, I, I have always been. I love the product, but I've always been against it because of the price. Because of the price this year, I'm actually like. Actually, I think it's a great product to show. There were a lot of people breaking that on whatnot because I was like, I went through all channels. I went through Loop. I went through Drip. I went through, of course, hours, and I went through whatnot. Just seeing how many. I, there were actually a lot fewer breakers of Bowman than I would have expected, just because of like the hype around it. But it's I do not sexy. Yeah. That's the thing. I think it's more maybe like of an old school guy in the hobby mm-hmm. collecting cards. Yeah, if uh, you're doing coll- live selling, like to engage with people, yeah, it's br- like you see me. There's a reason I'm literally sucking down monster and 
and screaming. I should have had Cody. I should have flown Cody out. Dude, can you imagine me and Cody just doing yeah. dual, dude, just doing dual karaoke in the room? Something to keep me awake at one point. Um, hey, I, I've got a question for you guys. The, we the were going to talk about this a little bit. Oh, by the way, I am. I'm pumping really hard. McDonald's, as of today, came out with individual sauce packs for their special sauce that goes on the Big Mac. Um, it's a collector's item, obviously. It will or it will Show be. The pile. Show them um, how many you got. I. Well, here's the thing. I, I ordered five of them, but they gave me six, and I did not say anything. Best comment on social about this picture. I'm a bad guy. Jeez, dude. Don't just eat the sauce. That's not a funny comment, Mike. <laughs> hey, Dan, thank you for not laughing. No, 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 no. thank you for not laughing. I like to talk about sauce. Isn't, isn't that glorified Thousand Island dressing? That's what hey, I said. Hey, Dan, <laughs> shut what up. I said. Oh, no, man. it's right. not. What's your question? Okay, so the question is, there have been, oh, stop lap. There's <laughs> been a number uh, of posts from LCSs saying that they are not getting the love, the I guess you would say. Well, yeah, it's the allocation. Yeah. They're not getting allocation from fanatics. And they're wondering if this is really what they meant when they said they were going to take care of LCSs. What do you think about that? Do you think that is the case, first off? But do you think that they really, does it matter that they're not getting it? Yeah, because you guys have a storefront, correct? A retail storefront, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. and and yeah, we're we're part of Tops Pro. I mean, you know, this is the fallout of the transition from distributors to dealing with Fanatics Direct. And, you know, my advice would just to be continue to try to push the envelope with Fanatics, try to get a hold of somebody, try to get more cases. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's still kind of an early uh, program, so we don't know if that's the MO with some shops, but there's a big program of oh, over six or 700 shops. I believe if I was remembering that number correctly, Dan, I think there might be more now. Yeah, so, there were initially, um, I believe there's, 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 there's definitely more. I mean, I, I mean, let's, let's face it. The traditional distribution that we've known for the last 13 years since we've been doing this has completely changed. And Fanatics is going to go the way of dynamic pricing. We've already seen it. So like shops getting their allocation that was direct or from distributors and being able to like move it sideways or even sell it in their shop for five times the amount that they paid for it, that that's not going to, that's not going to be the case anymore. And, and I think we had like four or five years where that was the case and it was easy money. That isn't going to happen anymore. And I think shops are going to have to like adapt and learn that like, hey, like you're not going to be able to do this. So like, honestly, I don't even know if they would be complaining if they saw what the price is like for 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 Bowman Direct. Yeah, I, I was going to say Bowman Direct. It was it was not like the old days, dude. I've never paid more for cases up front. I, I'm not complaining. It's still great money. But like. Just to put in perspective, my wife comes up to me this morning. Again, we pulled an eight hour, excuse me, like a 16, eight, 18 hour day yesterday at 3.30, I'm going to bed, whatever. But like in the old days, that was like, oh, you just did 10, 15 cases of Bowman. Again, as an individual, no overhead, no cost, no mm -hmm. shop, no nothing. I'm not paying sorters. So it's way more work, but it's like you're keeping everything. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, Bowman was 900 bucks and we're selling them for 3,600 Oh, we just did 10 of those. You yeah. had 25,000. Mojo had a hundred. If I did 25,000, they did 150,000. Sure. You know? But it, it is not like that anymore. It, it's still good money, but it is nowhere near what it used to be. That's crazy. So I do think it kind of weeds out the people though. Like if you're going to do it, first of all, you got to be determined. If you're going to break Bowman hobby as a case, mm -hmm. 
You're talking like four hours. Price it out. Do your research. Actually sell the spots. Do the break, which took me an hour and a half a case just about. And I'm pretty quick. Sort it and ship it. Like, it's not an easy task to do. You have to, like, you have to be committed to it. And I also think you got to be good. Like, there's a reason certain PYTs sit yeah. in guys like Mojo's, our PYT, Snap, other friends of mine. Some guys PYT snap because they make sense. Other guys are donkeys. For example, I, there were some guys yesterday. I looked at the pricing and I was like, this dude doesn't know Bowman from Optic Contenders. And it was so evident. Yeah. And back in the day, though, it was like, who cares? We're just buying it. We don't care. It's Bowman. We're in. Mm-hmm. Now guys are like, forget it. I'll go to Mojo and buy the Diamondbacks for $90 cheaper. Like, why, why wouldn't I? But with the limited amount of supply that they're getting, does that eventually mean that their overhead is... Because they already have more overhead because they are is their brick and mortar. Do the... Do we lose card shops? Um, I think the strong will survive. I mean, to Dan, to Dan's point, when these guys were see these guys were sidewaysing cases and making extra money, what they were doing is they were eliminating customers in a way. So, hey, Doug, let me interrupt you real quick. You guys both use that sure. term sideway in cases. What does that mean? What are we talking? Just selling off to the side? They're trying to eliminate what what you'd call, what you'd term as like a sub distributor. Shops were turning into sub-distributors and basically selling product. Like they would get their allocated direct product and they were not selling it to the end collector in their store. They were just taking their allocation and moving it probably to said group breaker who is going to be able to sell the product. So I think Fanatics is probably looking at it going, why are we going to give you 10 cases of Bowman when you're really only going to have one case sell through your shop. So we're going to so you're taking these nine you're taking your you're taking these nine cases and now you're going to basically be a sub distributor and move it to somebody else. And in that and at one point it was ridiculous. Like you would see a product go from you would change hands five or six times before it would actually get ripped. Yeah, cuz these guys are just they're getting the, they're getting it in from GTS and they're slapping another label. It's so easy money, right? They slap five labels on five cases. They made five grand. They can go home, right? But at the end of the day, they're not building their own communities of collectors that are going to spend money and the cards are going to be opened and in people's hands. What it was doing, it was just driving the product up um, and there was no control of supply. So I think the faith that I have in Fanatics is they are somewhat controlling supply a little bit more and trying to avoid getting it in the hands of people that do you know, reselling on, on massive amounts of cases. So your thought is maybe overall, this helps the overall consumer. I then. think it does, by the way, because yeah. here's the other thing. I think it does. Yeah. And like, I, I bet you guys agree with me on this. Like, isn't it amazing that blowout has 8,000 cases three weeks after release on a hot product. They didn't get allocated that many. Mm-hmm. And yet they're the most active people on dealer net. Cause it, it's true, man. Here's a case. Cool. I'm going to let it sit in the kitchen for a week yeah. and I'm going to sell it to, to blow. So I, I don't think it's bad, but I will say, and then I think Doug alluded to this earlier, by the way, we're in that transition period, which is brutal. Like this is the time when it's tough because you're not getting enough product. Yeah. You're not sure if you're getting product and fanatics is kind of preach. We'll just be patient. We're working with people mm-hmm. and I can't even knock them because I slammed whatnot last week for being like, Hey, let's just let everybody on floodgates. And it's a mess. Fanatics has been much more, uh, much discerning. more strictly, much more discerning. Good word. Thank a lot you. of bad words. That was a good word. Thank much you. more discerning. But I actually <laughs> think for the overall health, it's probably a good thing. But it makes me think that it's it's kind of like, you know, no one wants to pay taxes, but taxes are what's paying for the roads and all this stuff. No one wants to pay more for these cards, but that's kind of what's paying for the card shop that they love so much. Sure. I do wonder if if this ultimately means that you see less card shops or less 
less ones that are becoming more fun. Like, you know, you go into a card shop, a more modern one today, they got sofas, they got lounge areas that you can tell there's money being spent. Well, I mean, the only way to pay for that is to jack prices on some things or at least get a good discount on product when it comes in. So it is, it's, I think we're in a very interesting time to see what that leads to the future of your local card shop. Well, and I also think to add to that point, because I catch myself thinking this way as well, and you can't, is you think things are just too expensive now. So you're like, I'm not going to bring in this price. I'm a, I'm a card shop owner. I'm used to paying $80 a box. Now I got to pay $400. I'll pass. I don't want to sell it for that much. So, But there's customers that are walking in the store that want to pay $450 and you can make $50. So you're alienating that because of your own personal opinion of the product. And that's, that's a tough thing as a person that's been through seasons. And some of these guys have been through 89, right? So... You know, they're, they're, they don't want to change the way they buy. They want to continue to do the things that they buy and they miss out on opportunities. Yeah, like I saw that with Bowman this year, even like the rebuy pricing on places, including direct. And I was like, oh, I would never pay that for Bowman. Like I used to get jumbo for less than this. But mm-hmm. then it's like, yeah, that's cool. Also, you know, it, it wasn't 2023, 10 years ago. Yeah. Like a lot of, but it is weird when you look at some of the pricing now and you guys are even, I mean, have been in this game longer than me, but even my seven, eight years, I'm like, oh, what? Bowman Chrome's not 662 a case anymore? Is that not, is that not a thing? <laughs> right. like, what, what that? But it's like, okay, but it's not. So just shut up and buy it. Build your community. Take care of your people. They yeah. will pay the, more money for it because that is just the way it works. It's sad, but it's true. Yeah. But offer another service. I will say it, prices so. definitely varied across sites and across breakers. Bigger communities, obviously, were selling it for more money. But well, I mean, some, by the way, but not always. Not always. Way. I was going to no. say, if two, actually, Mojo, actually, gonna, you guys did a great job with your pricing. Three it was good very example. reasonable. Dude, Mojo. You, really? that, okay, that's good. Mojo was one of the, I'll tell you right now, I 10 group breakers that I consider very big. Mm-hmm. Mojo and our other and Monster Breaks were the only two that were cheaper than my PYT that I saw of reputable people I knew. And I thought mine was pretty fair. You I'm going to start close though. I'll tell you right now, you know, you know what Friday is good for price gouging, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing, we're doing single. What we try to do is, you know, we try to offer a better price at the people that are willing to stick their neck out early. Right. So if you're willing to buy a team two weeks from me, you know, you're going to get a good price. I may not make that much on the case. Maybe in some cases I'm not even making any money. But the hopes is that you come back later and you build a community later and you're happy with the purchase and you buy a team when the prices do go up because we have to buy it for higher prices. Um, Listen, guys, thank you so much for coming on. We're going to switch gears here in a second because we got another guest coming for another aspect of the hobby. But really appreciate it as always. Doug, Dan, absolute pleasure. No problem. It's a pleasure. Yeah, give us a quick little uh, pump of where we can find you guys. Yeah, mojobreak.com for your uh, breaks. We have uh, all of our breaks are breaking live on YouTube seven days a week. So you can always find something, whether it be baseball, basketball, football, hockey, Goodwin Champions coming out next week. We also have a shop in Santa Clara where it's open seven days a week. So you can come in, buy your box. And uh, we also have a podcast too. So that's it. Awesome. Thank you guys. Appreciate the time. Thanks, guys. See you later. All Thanks, right. guys. Thanks, guys. My favorite people in the hobby. I mean. Well, you're, well you, are you, do you consider yourself in the hobby? What you the do. heck does that mean? Yeah, you're a hobby guy. I would think I'm in the hobby. You're top, I'll tell you right now, you're top 10 on my list. Favorite <laughs> people in the hobby. <laughs> I'll uh, take that all day. I like Mojo. Um, Again, I like them because like some of the other guys, massive, like massive communities, yes. massive amounts of casing. And mm-hmm. yet you look at the pricing, you look at the research. It doesn't happen by accident. Like no. I know people think breaking just happens. And this guy just, you could give a lot of people huge volume of cases. Yes. And a lot of people will fumble it. No, I, that's just a, the way it goes. So. I completely agree. I like them a lot. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 
miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. All right, we're going to switch gears now. We got Steve Greenberg here. He was the guy who helped run the show up in uh, the Great Lakes show up in Ohio. So we're going to talk with him, kind of get a little State of the Union on card shows. So we'll check in with Steve now. Steve, how are you, sir? Hey, guys, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, thank you. So, Steve, are, are you responsible for running? Up? I'll be honest with you. I found out we we're having a kid two months ago. I haven't done a single useful thing since then. I know we actually <laughs> spoke at one other time, me and Tamara, I believe. You are responsible for running, promoting. Great Lakes was you. Well, it's my name, but there were guys that did way more work than I did, for sure. Uh, Humility. I love I, I love like that. this guy. I like Steve. Yeah. Steve can stay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adam and Jeremy, those two guys, they did way more work than I did. Um, but it, it is my name on there. Yeah. Okay. Steve, I got questions about card shows in general and yours specifically. Um, do you, what do you think is the overall, I, I guess, population? Po- I'm sorry. What's the overall popularity of a card show right now? Oh, they're, they're still huge. The, the reason that we're doing them, right? Uh, I even, we run like next week, May 6th, we have a little 40 table show and we're going to get three or 400 people through the door. Oh, wow. That's, um, yeah. That's not I huge. mean, it was a no brainer to do a larger show. Uh, I mean, pe- people still like to see the cards in person, to touch them, to deal face to face. I know you can get them cheaper anyway. I know it. But there's there's something to be said about the face to face interaction still. Yeah, to your point, Steve, like I'm working on multiple sets and I tell Jesse, like there's some cards in a set I won't buy unless it's in person. Mm-hmm. It's a stupid little rule I have, but I'm like, nope, if I can't hold it, I'm just, just for the nostalgia of it. But, uh, anyways, I, I do think it's wild. So, two things I want to ask about too. What is the ESPN connection? Cause you guys had like a crazy amount of buzz around the show in actual media. I was on the radio up there cracking LeBron jokes. I don't know oh, if you heard about hello. it. Hello. Big spot. But what, how, how did that come about? Well, so our, our whole local media market, you know, ESPN is is the radio station, 850. They're just an ESPN affiliate, you know, but they play the national games on the radio. 92.3, the fan is a, a subsidiary of Odyssey, which is a huge app. And then, you know, there's the, the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, which is a YouTube TV show. If they're on live like one to three, like every day on YouTube. And so my background, my, my father was in radio for a long time. Jeremy Levine, who was with us, his father is a, a legend in Cleveland radio. And Jeremy works for Odyssey, which is 92.3. But but he also does the event planning as well on the side. And we have all these ties to these local media, TV, radio, print. And we thought, what, how awesome would it be to get them all in the same room at the same time? You never see that. You either listen to one channel, you watch one channel, you know, but to get them all together we thought would be awesome because it's a sports show in general. Do you think it overall helped with the turnout of the show? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Let let me ask you this too, then Steve, like the most generic show question. We get it all the time. I have my own answer. 
what makes a great card show to you? As a person coming in the door, by the way, not promoting, not anything else, you are going to a show with little Timmy. I'm assuming that's your son's name. You and <laughs> yeah, Timmy yeah, go to a show. Him. What are you guys looking for? Like, what makes a great show? You know, that is, that, that's a million dollar question that, that I, I wish I had the exact answer to. Yeah. Because every show it's is different, different for everybody. Right? Yeah. Sure. I can go to a show with the two row box of cards on my, under my hand, sell it to one guy. It's the greatest show ever. Right. Someone else came in to that show with that a different two row box, couldn't sell a single thing. Worst show ever. Right. So there's no right or wrong answer to what makes a great show. What we wanted to have happen is on Sunday night afternoon at four o'clock, people say, wow, that was really cool. And I think they did. Are you, do you do this annually or is this uh, multi, multiple times a year? That's the plan. This was our first large one. Oh, okay. Now, I, in this area, I've been running monthly shows for 15 years. You know, little 40 table, 50 table, 100 table here. I've done little Wednesday night shows. But, you know, the National hasn't been here since 2018 in Cleveland. Which, by the and, way, Steve, let me interrupt you real quick. I have told please. Jesse this multiple times. Literally my favorite city for a National ever. I've heard that has since and, changed, though, but... I don't want to disparage any one city. It has never changed. I hate Atlantic City. Oh, my God. I'm not. We can do a whole show on Atlantic City. Cleveland was amazing. I'd never been there. We walked to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, went to the Football Hall of Fame, walked down the the main street there at midnight. It was clean. Me, my dad, uncle, brother. Anyways, great city. Sorry. Okay. It is. I I mean, I I live here. I love it. Right. Um, So how many people do you have at your show uh, at this last one? And how many do you think you'll have in future shows? So we, we, we haven't announced it yet, so I'll do it now. We, we had 2014 people at our initial show. Nice. Okay. That's which, not bad. Yeah. We, we didn't have any expectations. We really didn't. We were, you know, there was another show in town, all vintage. We tried to work together because you bring two big shows in one area. People will come from out of town. And we're like, you know what? We just hope we have a decent turnout. We didn't put a number on it. And, you know, 2014 people, we're, we're ecstatic. That's it. very cool. So and, and, is this the biggest show in the general area? It has been. Yes. Okay. There hasn't been a show this large since the national. Okay. Very cool. Nice. Uh, last question for me. I also noticed, cause we sent our guy, Tim up there. He kind of works with, he works with us at sports cards nonsense. He works with the CSL side. He wears a big hat. Um, I, awesome. <laughs> he was kind of talking up the main stage. I do kind of, I mean, it's obviously a new thing, right? Like when I was going to shows as a kid, there wasn't a stage. There was, you know, there were tables with cards. Now, so what role does content in the main stage and all that play in the card show now in your mind? Uh, it's huge. I mean, everybody wants to see the the shorts and the reels and the, you know, I don't even know the names of the other avenues, but that was a, a big thing that we wanted to have, whether it was cards up there or just sports talk in general. Um, we really didn't know how it was going to play out. And these sports personalities, the media guys, like they know what to do. They interview people all day long. We just said, Hey man, here's a microphone, have at it. And they did awesome. You know, um, did we learn a lot from it and take away for next year? Are we going to do more breaks? Are we going to do more pack wars? I think absolutely. You know, and we'll get the media involved in that. We just, we didn't know. We had no idea what we were really getting into, but it all worked. Well, I'm ha- I'm happy to see another like major show take off. I do. I think shows are still kind of the blood, the lifeblood of this hobby, so to speak. So I was happy to hear it. I was happy you guys let us be involved in a small way at CSL. So yeah, yeah. Right, well, next year will be bigger with you guys as well. I mean, we'd love to do like the 
the CSL and the live auctions and get it. I mean, there's so much we can do. There really is. Love right. it. Cool. Love it. Well, yeah, Steve, we are definitely in for next year. So just keep us posted what we can do to help. So Steve Greenberg. Oh, of course. Uh, and yeah, let us know where to find you guys on socials as well. Anywhere we can find you and how guys can stay in touch. Yes, it's, it's just Greeny Sports Cards. G-R-E-E-N-I-E Sports Cards. We have a website, greenysportscards.com, that has the links to the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter. Uh, we run Facebook auctions weekly. We've been doing that for five years. So that's that's a pretty cool thing that we do. Nice. Very so, cool. But yeah, I mean, we're on every media outlet, social media. So, cool. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Really appreciate the time, man. Hey, man. Anytime. I appreciate you guys having me. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. All right. Well, we've seen guys who break. We've seen guys who have hobby shops. We've seen guys who put on card shows. I got to yell about some things. What else do you people want? This is the card any, show. We didn't do any actual We didn't actually talk about cards. Yeah, okay. That was the yeah, we got to hit him with 10 quick, problem. five quick minutes. Let me just run through this. Anthony I, I, Edwards, third degree assault. His card price has actually gone up. There you go. Okay. So Jimmy Butler has a crazy high ceiling. Uh, Jimmy Butler, there's a real weird chance that they come out of the East at this point. I think Jimmy Butler is one of those few players. This isn't a buy, sell, stupid segment like that. But I'm just telling you from the out, an outsider looking in, I think Butler is in a weird spot right now. I feel the same way about the Celtics. I don't think there's any world they're losing a series to the Hawks. I don't think Philly can beat them. And I think if anybody can beat the Heat in the East, it is the Celtics. Tatum pricing has been stagnant for three months. Jalen Brown hasn't done anything in six months. It's wild. I think those two guys are a crazy... Uh, compelling pair to look at uh, out east. Out west, I know everybody was all high on the Kings, and I had to come here and do an official apology because I said the Kings were losing in five. Well, hey, Noah, the Kings are losing the series. You don't know, though. I absolutely know that. I, I said Golden State in, si in five. Maybe it'll be in six. Curry. De'Aaron Fox is playing like a champion, even with a busted finger. Well, champions win games, and they lost. He's so. playing like one, so that means nope. he will win. Wait till the floor falls out on those guys. I would sell the Kings. De'Aaron Fox's pricing, by the way, has dropped. Yeah. Well, at least as of and yesterday, would, it dropped hard. And I would sell him quickly because it is going to continue to drop. i tell you, another guy dropping right now, Kawhi Leonard. Oh. I just want to run through this quick. Why do you have yeah. to? I'm just kidding. No, no. God, say what you want to say, because now I can't look at your face and take I, it seriously. All I wanted to say was, when I mentioned the thing about Anthony Edwards and the third degree assault charges, that is... If you saw the video, it's joke. The it's, most overstated People just trying thing. to get money. Dude, some, people it's, came in. They were like, oh, he hit two women. Yeah, I didn't even. I, you I see was, the video. I was shocked because I've heard a, like he's super active in the public eye. Yeah. It does interviews. Does all, It does press all the time. Anytime you hear him talk, I was like, I'm almost impressed that this guy's out there doing like the fact that he is this like humble, respectful, like an yes. awesome kid. And then he's just randomly hitting women. Then you see the video. No. He is frustrated after a loss and smacks a chair. The chair flies, it, but I didn't even see it hit anybody. And if it did, it, it barely touched him. I mean, the, the, the criminal charges are laughable. Yes. Like, this kid is not out there trying to hurt anybody. He is a model citizen. Like, I, So at first, my thing was, oh, man, if this is true, it's over for his hobby career. Yes. Like, forget about it. This is, to me, laughable. Like, absolutely a joke. It is funny, though. His card pricing did go up uh, since then. Like, as of yesterday, his card has risen, like, maybe not a lot, but, like, 5% or something. Yeah. So, a couple of, the, just real quick, then, in the West. I mean, I think Golden State is a good buy at this point, because I think they have, I think there are three teams in the West, which is not really bold to state, or really two teams. I think it's Golden State or it's Phoenix. I love Joker. I love Jamal Murray in the playoffs. I don't think those, that team can beat Golden State or the Suns. Now, the Suns beat a, a weird Clippers team. By the way, if you have Kawhi Leonard cards, just throw them, like, throw them in a box and forget <laughs> about them for three years. He has become the most infuriating player to watch. I know it's injuries, and I'm not a pro athlete, and I, you know, I can't speak to that you know, exactly. 
it is unbelievable that a guy with as much talent as he, as he has and as high a ceiling is just never active when it counts. Mm. Um, the Lakers are another weird team out West though. I think they're closing out Grizzlies. The Grizzlies tomorrow night, I believe is game six. Mm-hmm. I think they're closing them out. AD and LeBron, when they are clicking, they weren't in game five, but they were in game four are, are just like unbelievable again, which is weird to say. Austin Reeves is not a flash in the pan. Although for the hobby, I think he is. Yeah. I think at this point though, you really, if you're one of these guys who's in it to flip, hold momentarily, sell high, you know, buy low, sell high, which I am I'm a lar- large part of my business is doing that. Those are kind of the guys I'm targeting. I think, I think that Celtics, because I think they're making a deep run. I think the Lakers, because I actually believe they're winning at least one more series. And then I think the Suns are just weird. I think KD is still in a spot where if they can win a couple more series, people start to really take note of, oh, maybe he really is a top 10 guy. That's your best. I don't want to, and no more basketball. I, I am just curious though, like anything. at least on is some of the bigger players, like say LeBron or Curry. Dude, he's cheap. Right? LeBron got, is unbelievably cheap right that, now. That's what I'm wondering is like, is this now a time to go ahead and buy? See, only if you're a collector though. If you're looking like, oh, I might buy him to flip, I think it's yeah. too risky. But if you're saying, hey, I just want to get a card because I want to pass it on to my kid in 10 years, I'm I'm going to love my kid more than that. I would never give him a LeBron. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, but if that's your stance, yeah. which we actually got two emails in the to the mailbag this week about that, about long-term investments mm-hmm. because of our question last week. I think it's a great time if you are literally just buying because you don't care. Like yeah. you just want to hold it. But short-term, I don't trust LeBron yet. I, I just don't trust him right now. Long-term, I'm good with it though. Man, I, he's been looking so good. He had twenty rebounds the other day. It was, I yeah, someone that's someone a weird pointed stat. out like he's not because he's not a great rebounder. It's a, that's a situation. It was a situation, but it also someone was pointing out that the way that he and Curry have been playing now is better than like a lot of players play in their earlier rookie years. Like, and they're oh, both no like way like mid to late thirties now. It's just kind of crazy. It, it is almost Tom Brady-esque. That's what I mean. They're quite a bit younger than Brady was when he was still excelling. But it is. I mean, for a sport that that is that physically taxing, the cardio involved, like, yeah, LeBron's a, LeBron's unbelievable. And Curry, too. Curry's an absolute stud. That's So that's where I start to wonder, like, okay, is now the time where they've dropped as much as they're going to drop? Yeah, it just makes me wonder. Because they go out and get swept next round, and then there's an offseason. Yeah, you don't think they're gonna drop? But it's that's what makes a, me weird. It's my thing is like they are they have solidified now as like talent generational talent, right? Yeah, they've so already been, they've already done that. Yeah, that's been a decade. So at this point, we've just got to kind of wait till you see a bottom in the the market to see any kind of opportunity to buy in. Yeah, that's I just don't see it going point. much lower than this. I actually think you, the point you just made is a pretty good point. I hate to compliment you, especially publicly. Thank you. Um. It is more about the market. It's just the whole market. Like, hey, we know those beach houses are awesome and they're always going to be awesome beach houses. Yeah. Never really a bad time to buy, but might as well buy it when the market is low. It's more about that than the individual property, just the whole ec- economy of it. So yes. I, I do think that's a good point. Can we do mailbag so I can leave? Um, I no, am exhausted. Not quite yet. We can just a moment, though. Um, we already talked about releases. Oh, uh, we, we didn't had talk to about talk releases. about. Uh, we talked about releases last week. Thank you. Um, what we did not talk about because we did not know at the time SGC is doing a huge grading special. Uh, oh, did you see this? Peter, Bowman. did you see Peter sitting with Leighton breaks? So I saw clips of it and then I actually went in there because I was like, oh, is he breaking with him? They had some special event and he was like going in describing like not only as he's ripping, but then describing like, is this a gradable card? Mm-hmm. What it would do? And then grading them right afterward. They graded him on site 
the next day and brought yeah. him back and they did a live reveal. It's pretty awesome. Say you what got- you want about SGC. I mean, who else? Like, where's the presidents going out there of their grading companies just doing live breaks, being that accessible? With the biggest breaker in the world, probably. Yeah, there's just a lot of transparency. And I, I do love that. But And then they go on top of that and they say, all right, all these people loving Bowman, we're going to grade all your cards for nine bucks again. That's Not to awesome. mention, I do think it's interesting. This is now the th- at least the third time we've seen SGC and Fanatics work together. Yeah. I have never hoped for a merger more in my What's life. What's going on there? Yeah, I know. Fanatics. I, I think you already know this, but you might as well just buy SGC. <laughs> like, just go, whatever you do, work. Uh, we love SGC. Fanatics yes. has been good to us as well. So I just think that'd be a crazy. And the fact that we're seeing, honestly, because because here's what it comes down to again. It's literally moves that make good sense for the hobby. Oh, for guys sure. yesterday were posting and I got, I got multiple messages about this and guys in the chats yesterday. That's why mm-hmm. I said we had such an active audience. It was crazy yesterday in the app. Hey, in the past, I never would have graded paper, but what do I do with my Drew Jones? Mm. And my response to that is, I'll be honest with you. I'd SGC it for nine bucks right now. You're going to have it back in days. Yep. In the past, I never would have said that. Not even with them because mm-hmm. of the price disparity and just the, the amount of time. Now I'm like, it just opens the door for so many more things to get done. And even if it is a short window, it's with Bowman. Well, like, especially perfect. now that you're seeing pricing come up so much sure. and the fact that you saw this isn't the first uh, product, right? We just established that this is something that's ongoing. Because it was for sure. That means you're going to. Series s- one. Yep. And another Bowman. There was another At one. At least one other Bowman. So this is at least the third time. So you're going to see more and more cards in SGC holders, which means that they're going to be more accepted, whether you're. You know, oh, I, you know, you could be having your own personal battle of whether PSA, BGS, or uh, SGC is the best. But when you see nothing but SGC slabs of these cards, you're going to automatically just start to naturally think, oh, yeah, well, this is the new norm, and therefore values should be what they, you know, PSA has been. So yeah. I do think that you're going to see continued increase there. Um, the only other thing I was going to mention about SGC, just because we're on the topic, I don't know if you saw, I went in there and followed. They now have a big TCG platform because that's always been my curiosity of like why that's not a bigger push. Well, apparently they were wondering the same thing. So now they're doing a big TCG SGC thing. They've got an Instagram and Twitter out there that they're doing a giveaway on. Um, Can I win? Well, uh, so it ends tomorrow. So we're a little late on telling anybody about that. I win. Well, yeah. Okay. So you can go out there. You can like, follow, uh, like, follow, subscribe, tag a friend. That's all you got to do. And then you can win, but you get some SG or some TCG cards. Just for them to tell me I'm affiliated and I can't win. No, th- no thank you. I will not. No, I, I've been super excited. I, I mean, we've been partners with SGC for, I don't know, two years now. Yeah. And exclusive for over a year. Yeah. It's moves like that that I look at and I say, they're not making more money doing this. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're taking more cards, but cutting your costs in half is not making you more money. But it is, it is a small win for the hobby. Like you get to grade your stuff super quick with a reliable, in my opinion, I mean, quite frankly, you take out resale value, the number one grading company, honestly, with the volume of what we're seeing and everything that happens. Yeah. And so I just like to see people take a little bit of a short-term cut in money that will have a positive effect on the hobby. So, Agreed. Yeah, um, I was pumped. I'm, I'm glad we teamed up with them, man. Pete's been great to us. So I'm just going through our notes before we get in the mailbag. Uh, there was else? one other thing I had to push. Uh, we just never talked about it. The... Well, did we? Aaron Rodgers going to the that Jets? That is funny. No, we didn't talk we at all. We never talked Not about at all. that. <laughs> uh, so he's going to the Jets if you were So Rodgers pricing, by the way, I actually sold two rookies uh, the day after it happened. Very little movement in his pricing. That's what I was noticing. I'll tell you the guys to buy, though. Garrett Wilson, yeah. Brees Hall. Yeah. I've been saying for months Brees Hall because he was injured. But Garrett Wilson, offensive rookie of the mm-hmm. year last year. Kid is super talented. They are in a tough division. No question. But Aaron Rodgers is the best quarter. 
you, you can have Josh Allen if you want in the regular season. Mm-hmm. But what we've seen last year was a bit of a weird thing. Rodgers is not, I don't know. I just feel like, well, I'm, I'm actually rethinking this as I'm saying it. I don't know if I'm taking over Josh Allen right now in the regular season. But that team is crazy talented. It's a deep roster and you've got talented weapons. I think Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall might be two of the best offseason buys. So here's the, uh, the bigger question. What do you do with all those Zach Wilson cards? Zach, your boy. Here's what's interesting. I did not know, realize it had gone down this far. So is Nothing. 2021 Prism PSA 10. Worth, hang on. Hang on. Let me guess. Uh-huh. Let me guess. Do it. Give me that pop count. How much was that lawnmower? Uh, there's 422. Not a ton. $40. So do you want to know what it is today or what it was yesterday? I want to know both. Actually, so the, this wasn't yesterday. This was the, just the last sale. The last sale was $30 yeah. for a PSA 10. However, multiple sales in the last three to four weeks were $13. Oh, so that's actually an outlier. His stuff didn't go up now. Well, there was Rogers. another. There was also, an, there have been two $30 sales in the last month. Ooh. And then there have been like four Ooh. to five $13 sales. I'm just going to do everything. Anytime you say no. <laughs> Those four, were dope, that's a dope that, that is. That is. Yes, thank oh, you. I've been there. Um, yeah, I it's funny because a week ago, or yeah, a week ago, I would have thought, you know what, Zach's actually at a buying point because I, I didn't think the Rogers deal was getting done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, bye bye, Zach. If you could get him bye, for 13 bye, or say job. ten dollars, hello, Mr. <laughs> Rogers. I think you just took my job. <laughs> that's pretty good. My uh, payroll, you'll rob. Mailbag, I'll go all day. That's okay. We got mailbag. There goes my QB. <laughs> I'm, I'm, dude, no sleep. Mike karaoke. I will dominate. Is Broadway open right now? Mailbag. Can we go to Lonnie's right now? Mailbag. I am ready to sing. Dear God. All right. Jesse Yemson in the mailbag. Take it away, sir. Question number one comes from Toledo, Ohio. Jesse, read the question. <laughs> Jesse doesn't know what's happening. Neither do I. <laughs> oh, we're off the rails. There right. we go. Mailbag question Fire from Mark off. Saunders wants to know, what are some tips when you're going to your local card shop trade night? Uh, be I have values cash. in mind of what you bring. Mm-hmm. Have a variety. Bring cash, bring PayPal, Venmo, bring cards to trade. Yep. Have an idea of what you're looking for and have an idea, a realistic idea of what your stuff is worth. And then just have some things in mind. Like, what am I prepared to overpay for a little bit because I'm high on? And what am, yeah. what am I prepared to take a little less on? Be reasonable. Because I think made deals are better than unmade deals. Yeah. I, that I, is poetry in motion. Go along with the point about knowing what you want uh, when you go there. Know the price of what you want as well. Because I would say there's the also going to be opportunity. To a trade night. I'm just, um, Jesse, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm getting smug because I'm tired. I'm sorry. Take it no, away. no, no, no. I was actually trying to think. I think it was at the, I guess, Mint or something. Matt Scholes. I cut you off entirely. You said know the price. Finish that thought. That I want to hear it. That was it. Know the price of what you want to buy. I was just going to add that maybe they would allow you to find an opportunity where if something is underpriced or there's a very good deal on it, you don't have to spend time looking through price guides or whatever the case and oh, miss out know. on that opportunity because you know okay i know that i want that i know what it usually costs and now this guy has it for half the price grab that real quick before someone else does reasonable next Mashones. i've noticed i'm still i still haven't seen any redemptions for 2022 bowman draft ship yet and he's starting to get the option to request a sub which generally is a lose-lose scenario, he says. With the product being redemption-heavy and chases, like Lee, Romero, uh, Timar, a few others, should there be concern or just wait it out? I mean, Brooks, Lee, and Timar Johnson, I'm waiting out. Like, those are some monster names. 
Um, I did not realize none of them had shipped. So uh, that that is his. It's unsubstantiated. Yeah, I have it yeah. substantiated, but I know Matt. Matt's a very active buyer and a yes. very active breaker. So, um, if that's the case, though, here's the other thing with that too. Bowman's always been like a great hold product because in a couple of years somebody pops, like 2020 that I've got. Mm-hmm. Hard to hold when the two of the top five biggest guys are redemptions. So, little um, little concerning. Yes, we'll see. Okay. Andrew Lee, um, Mike, if you could bleacher any pre, he's using bleacher as a verb now. If you could bleacher any previous hit you pulled for a customer, which would it be? Dude, my buddy Russ V <laughs> pulled. I pulled a flawless Tom Brady auto, and I was like, bro, just name the price. Like, I, I, I not only do I want the car because it's Brady, mm-hmm. I want it because I pulled it. I only, I very rarely broke football. I pulled an absolute dual patch auto from my mm-hmm. buddy Brian D. Yeah, and I, he sold it to me. Bought it was great. Uh, overpaid and I was happy to do it. And then four years later, it was a vast underpayment. Smart. Um, same thing with with Russ. I was like, dude, I'm just no, nah, I want the card. I was like, man, you're killing me, Smalls. I went out and bought the same card, graded nine five. Mm-hmm. He got his graded. It was graded a nine five, and I traded for it because I was like, I just want the card I pulled back. You can have the exact same card. I would have bleachered that thing in a heartbeat if I had no conscience. <laughs> like, man, the camera went off. What are we doing here? I also wish I had bleachered that orange wander. That thing's worth some coin. <laughs> I love that word bleaching. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Jeff Howe. Uh, Mike, have you ever thought of trying the Da Vinci sleep plan like Kramer did in Seinfeld? Remember like where he would, it's like where uh, he fell asleep with that girl and uh, oh, yeah. she had his body dumped in the river. Right. He's only sleeping like a couple hours at a time, right? Throughout or like the day, 30 short minutes naps. at a time or something like that. Yeah, it exactly. Doesn't, if I sleep for less than a couple <laughs> hours, I'm a, even last night when I, I told Jesse, I saw 358 on the phone. It's insane. And I was like, dude, basketball, I get up at five. It's like, if I just stay up another hour, I can just go just play ball. do it. Honestly, because I was like, instead I slept two hours and you get mm. me how I am now. So, <laughs> Which is not bad. I mean, compared to the text messages I got wait, from you this morning, wait, I thought this is really good. Wait till you shut that camera off, buddy. Wait till we hit unrecord and I rip into No, I'm just kidding. Unrecord. Yeah, I'm just, is that what it is? Yep, that's and it. Norton, let's go. All right. Uh, Don Getters wants to know a scenario where you had a box that you were holding and never opened it until you had a moment of bravado, degeneracy, or both, and decided to rip it. What was the best pull or worst case, did you say you shouldn't have done that? Oh, uh, I bought two. This was probably five, six years ago. Two mm-hmm. boxes of 1993 SP uh, baseball. So they had a Jeter rookie. I bought them for 300 a piece. A year or two later, they they kind of spiked. I sold one for like seven, $800. I was like, cool, I'm up. I ripped the next one and it had crap in it. But I was like, dude, a Derek Jeter 910 is worth massive money. So yeah, that was it. Can we take a pause for mailbag for a second? I am so upset with myself. I brought two things to give to you and I forgot to do it. One is more time sensitive. Um, one was, here we go. The outfit. I brought you um, a McDonald's breakfast sandwich. I wish it was a big, I mean, uh, ice cream. I brought you this ice cream. <laughs> is it cone. that the chocolate ice cream? <laughs> when I went to McDonald's to get, is the, this cut? Or are we alive the, still? We're still alive. Oh, there's a, there's a sausage biscuit in there. I know you're Thanks. a bacon, egg and cheese man, but, uh, if you put that in the microwave, it's probably not. No, bad. no, that's good. So it's the kind of sandwich I don't like, and it's two hours old. It's sausage. Yeah, no, great. It's got a lot of ketchup in there. So I got you that, and I brought you. There it is. There you go. Oh, boy. There's your. So got- for people who can't see, I handed him a baggie, and inside of that baggie is a, what you would call. Is it a, a romper? romper? A romper. 
It's a one-piece uh, suit made for, well, typically women. Um, whoa, whoa, but, whoa. No, sir. It's a unisex Thank out, you. Uh, piece of clothing. And Mike and I have matching rompers now. Matching sizes? Matching these? rompers. And I try. so I ended up getting two. I got you that one. Um, when you see us in these, there will have to be, I don't think I could go live in mine because here's the problem with a romper. As, as was previously <laughs> mentioned, it's one piece of clothing and they assume that my torso is a normal length. I, I think we've talked about this before. My, my height comes mainly from my torso, not my legs. So when I put on a piece of clothing, that's for a normal person, I have to pull this thing so tight up between my thighs that it is making some obscene looks and therefore may not be suitable for the public. However, I do think for general waist and above photos, we're going to do just fine. Mike is currently putting his on and oh my God, it fits like a glove for you. It was made in China. So I think like maybe it's just made for a stature that's not mine. Yours, however, it's dude, you look awesome in that thing. Tell you right now, I'd wear that. You are wearing that home, bro. Hannah is going to flip out. I mean, don't I'm not making any other comments. Pat McAfee, I'm standing up doing doing the podcast now, guys. Hang on, let me just get your picture so that by the time you listen to this, I can post it and. Everyone can see. Wow, you look good, bro. It's not a bad fit. I'll tell you. No, you know what? I will have good. that. And it's got you know pockets. What? I'll have that sausage. There you muffin. go. You're welcome. Wow. I'm I don't not sitting down. Give me some. Take any no, more questions. Give, give me I'm like ready to go. I'm McAfee right now, buddy. Fire You're it up. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Let's go. Stand up here, pal. You do look like you have the energy of a Hawaiian man because it is a Hawaiian go look, out. and it's it's a very beach we- uh, weather. Uh, well, I'll wear it. Yeah. Wear. Okay. Okay. So we are in agreement. We're going to wear these together. Carlos well, to the meeting. Do you tonight. have any <laughs> comments on what you see here? Do you, did you want to just, he, he looks great. Yep. Okay. That's look at the guns in this thing. Dude, that's what I'm telling thing you. It fits me like a glove. That's what I'm telling you. Do you I'm know how go, many cards you could put in those pockets? Go back. I have shorts some, under here too. If I lost the shorts, this would be real comfy. Listen, I got in no shorts in mine. There was nothing. You wearing undergarments on yours or no? I here's the thing. I can't. I can't okay. wear anything that could give me any addition. If yes. I could get a half a, a millimeter of space, I need it. All right, keep going. Next question. I'm, I told you, I'm amped. Let's God, go. it's so Fire good. Fire it up, baby. Oh wow, things are happening today. Cody James, better rookie class for baseball, 2019 or 22? Not even close, Cody. Are you a child? 22. I'm just kidding. Cody, you're a great guy. That's a romper madness coming up. 22. 22 is the best. Who are 19 rookies, by the way? Oh, oh, oh. oh. I thought thought we said this the other day. I thought, yeah. Vlad Tatis Soto? Uh, Yeah, Vlad Tatis and Soto. Okay. Because Otani Acuna were 18. Oh, that actually is interesting. Oh, now that he's thinking about it. Uh oh. Maybe field, not so childish after all. On, Cody's a great person. On field, 2019 is better. In the hobby, because you've also got some age and maturing happening with the 19 guys. Mm-hmm. I like 2022. Oh. I do. I, I just, there's more guys to hit. And I think in a few years, they're going to be, if they can continue on the trajectory. Man, that's a tough question, Cody. I take it back. I don't know. You don't know. Really good, both. And honestly, you can throw 18 in there. Devers, Albies, Acuna, and Otani. 18, 19, 22, I'm open. Take whatever you want. This is an interesting question to follow. These are right above the knee, I noticed. Not well, for you, they are. They, there's barely any leg coverage for me. I so to walk to my happy. car, I'll tell you. 
Good thing we got all these hospitals or <laughs> medical offices around here with kids and we Aaron, running away. Aaron Persall wants to know, um, this is a, I don't think you're going to appreciate it. He says, why is 2023 Bowman being overhyped with such a weak prospect class? I think that's a lazy take. I think he's saying that because there's only four guys in the top 100, mm-hmm. but look at the hitters and look at the age and look at the international talent there you and go. look at monster products in the past. They are almost always Bowman. Bowman 2019, Wander and J-Rod. Bowman 2020, Jason, Witt, Pena. Uh, bah, bah, there's another. Oh, uh, Vo- uh, Volpe. 2021, Stunk. 2022 with Ellie De La Cruz, James with Studs. They're not ranked yet because they're not known yet. I actually think this is a very, very good product. I, I And from what I saw, by the way, shout out to Fanatics on this. The quality control is as high as it is in this romper. Fits like a glove. Here we go. Next question. Um, let's see. Uh, man, there's so many questions. I'm going to have to limit some of these. Um, let's go with Brian Burns with all these scandals happening and businesses still carrying on us. Little guys get nitpicked over little thing, little things. Where do you think the hobbies morality is because you can do everything right. And it doesn't seem to matter. He sounds a little bitter to me. I, mean, I don't, I don't a know. Blue check mark though. Yeah, I don't know who he is. Um, that does not knock on him. I just don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm a little guy, and I don't really get nitpicked all that much. So, I, I mean. I didn't know nitpicking was a, I, I think. I yeah, I don't know. I mean, where's the morality of the hobby? In the in the toilet. We see huge guys scam and continue to be successful. That's the problem, though. It's also some of the nicest, like, understanding, caring, moral people that I know. But at the same time, people are going to prey on those people. I guess. Are you live right now? What are you doing on your phone? No, I just missed a call. Um. All right. Let's just do one more. Sure. Who was the call from? I've been getting calls during this whole podcast from numbers I don't know. I don't call know. Back. Do you think? Do you think they know about the rompers and they're just trying to get me to give it a ring? I won't do that. Um. I do know people are going to be asking where we got these things. Let's see. Uh, Brian Fausner. When is Richard or Bill Simmons coming back on the podcast? Never, it's been like two years now. It's not been two. It's it, been a year and a couple months. Bill specifically texted me after I texted him pleading with him to come on. Just said he's not really interested in the space right now. So he doesn't have a lot to add. And he's got a lot going on. I mean, NBA playoffs. I was actually going to think tr- his, to clarify your statement, though, he mentioned that he has been very busy and it is hard to get into the space. So it's not like he doesn't care about it. Because he also he's just choosing. said, I'm not, I'm just not right now. I'm not yeah. interested in cards. Yeah. But uh, I think that changes. And, and honestly, maybe after like the NBA championship, if something weird happens, maybe we can get them on. Like, hey, how about a little reflection on this player's legacy or career? Ooh. And we could tie in the sports angle of that. But I don't know. Bill does what he wants, and he's super hard to get a hold of. The fact that he's come on five times is amazing. He's a very wealthy man, and he deserves it. Uh, that's it. That's your show. All right. Sports cards and nonsense. Oh, wait. One last thing. <gasps> if anyone lives in the Nashville area and has like uh, d- tickets or has discounts for sounds games, I want to go to a sounds game. And I was just thinking the other day, uh, I don't know how to get it, but everyone's always, o- well, everyone's always offering us like dick, like, Hey, you want some tickets to this or that? I figured like I'd just 10, ask. They're like 10 bucks, aren't they? I actually have no idea what they cost. I haven't looked. Check up a sounds ticket right now, please. Someone said the other day that we wanted to buy tickets. And then I was like, oh, well, I'll just ask the audience. Wait a minute. Ask the GPT. Would that tell you? Do you think Chappie GPT? I mean, wouldn't it? Isn't that what it's there for? No, because it's it's based on information from two years ago. So it wouldn't know. So, yeah. We'll find the, we'll, I'll, I'll keep talking for a minute while you find some pricing. I think we can I want to know the average price of a, well, now I'm not ending it. I want to know the <laughs> average price of a Nashville Sounds ticket. Individual ticket prices range go. from 15 
I think we'll make it's it. It's a forty-eight dollars. Be honest with you, I'm dropping forty-eight dollars. Didn't this romper cost me forty-eight dollars? Forty-eight dollars. Forty-five dollars. Okay, sports cards nonsense. <laughs> brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify and Rompers. If you have sounds tickets, give me a discount. No, if you have sounds tickets, <laughs> mark them up and sell them to Jesse. We'll see you on Monday because today's Thursday, and I knew that. Oh yeah, we got Rob from Burbank coming on. There you Maybe go. Maybe he'll have a romper. Goodbye.